0: Bachelorette parties, divvying up bridesmaids responsibilities, coordinating outfits in the group chat. To the untrained eye, the fanfare around wedding stuff might look like a bunch of unnecessary drama. But for those of us in it, whether as a bride or someone supporting a bride, we know that wedding seasons are about so much more. Yes, we're trying to figure out who does what and who owes what on Venmo and where we need to be. And But at the heart of it, it's the friendships that are either being deepened strained or completely dissolved during this time because weddings bring a lot of secret friendship stuff to center stage and sometimes we just aren't ready on today's episode of the friend forward podcast i'm sharing with you my interview with the impressive kara Gassibe. she's a bridal coach and therapist who helps brides who are not only concerned about their decor and their seating arrangements but their relationships so she's the therapist that brides have on speed dial Because tensions are so high at this time, and it really does make or break our friendships. So here during this discussion, she'll tell us three reasons why the whole wedding period causes drama to help us gain a little bit of perspective on on how it's impacting our female friendships. And then, of course, it wouldn't be the Friend Forward podcast without some tangible tips to help us make our way through. So if you know a bride or a bridesmaid or anyone caught up in the wedding drama, Send her a link to this episode so y'all can both listen and discuss, and then come tell me all about it over at BetterFemaleFriendships.com. All right, here we go. All right. I am so excited to have you here on the Friend Forward podcast, because when I tell you the number of bridal related questions that I get for women who are experiencing a shift in their friendships during this time, it's insane. And so I'm so glad to have you here today as a guest on the Friend Forward podcast.
1: Thank you. I am so excited to be here with a friend expert. I mean, it's like doing the Lord's work, the world you, (laughs) and I'm just so excited to connect.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, this is going to be good. So I am so excited for you to share with our audience what you do and the kinds of things you see behind the scenes so that women who are listening and they're in this season can feel not only validated, but a little more equipped to handle these kinds of relational shifts. So let's have you start by telling us who you are and what you do.
1: Oh yeah. I am Kara Gassibay and I am a life coach slash therapist. For brides and people in sort of that wedding world dealing with sort of the joy, but also the drama and the pain that this really sacred season of life brings with it.
0: Yeah. And so what's interesting is I know when people probably hear bridal coach, they're like, okay, so you're helping me pick out, you know, the right palette and things like that. But you really focus on helping people maintain the relationships during this time, because there tend to be so many fallouts and dysfunction and it's, and it can be a really sad time. It's stressful, but it can be really sad in terms of the negative impact it has on a relationship. So so that, that includes friendships. And I know you've seen a lot of yeah. things. So I would love to talk to you today about a couple of things that you see in terms of like the bridal relationship with her, her wedding party, which are presumably her friends and some of those tensions. As I've been in this business now, the friend
1: thing is huge and it comes up the most. And what I think really sort of the big issue is we have these visions, right, of popping champagne bottles, all of our friends just like, ooh, and ah, over this ring, and it just being this part, like, you can line up 12 ladies in a baby blue dress, and just, it's just, there's a lot of imagery and sort of folklore around, like, what your friendships will look like and feel like at this exact moment in your life. And for so many of us, when we get there,
0: it's just not that way. Okay, so essentially, is this like, this this period in time, kind of like a microcosm, of just friendship in general, because we have these expectations and we feel like things should go a certain way, and then when they don't, we're like struggling to reconcile our expectations with reality. So, what are some of these issues that you see brides go through or the friends go through? What are? Give me one example of of something that's kind of like a recurring issue. Yeah. So like there's
1: three sort of big themes I see. And the first is just sort of the drama, right? This is a little bit more of that superficial, like the idea of picking bridesmaids. And so a lot of people experience that as like ranking their friends, that can be tricky. And then immediately what comes up when you get into that bridal party stuff is the idea of like those expectations. Number one thing is misaligned expectations. And this feeling of like, hey, wait, am I doing you a favor by picking you to be in my bridal party? Or are you doing me a favor, right? By, st- by being a part of this. You're also trying to mix the friend groups a lot. I, I get calls all the time. Like my college girls coming on the trip, you know, the bachelorette trip with my high school girls. And like, I feel a lot of stress and tension around that. Like your whole worlds are colliding. And so there can be a lot that goes on with that. The group chat, we got one girl who's not speaking up. Is she mad? What's going on? So-and-so is taking over how it just, Ideas of hierarchies, closeness, proximity, just the girl who wants to organize everything, the girl who thinks she knows you better. There can be a lot of jockeying for position. And how
0: do you typically advise a woman during this time who is struggling with, with misaligned expectations? She wants something, but the friends expect something else. What is like one tangible thing you advise her to do to kind of calm some of that?
1: Yeah, I think for the bride, I always really encourage them. Let's just get really clear about like, there's all these ideas, and then there's just the reality of the situation, and that we put the people first, right? You can say, like, I want everybody in a Vera Wang dress. I want to be in Cancun for the bachelorette party. I want, like, you can want all these things, and that can be okay. But then there's just the reality of who are these people and where are they in their lives? What do you you meet like just start with your people first and then build out? Don't have these grand ideas that you got from social media and then try to jam your friends into it like they're playing some role in your
0: big production and play. And that I think is the key. First of all, I hope this is like so freeing for women who are listening because you know what it brings up for me, and I don't want to digress too much, but like hearing you say that, which I love, like you refocusing us. What is the point? You're spending a day with people you love. Who are these people? Like, keep them top of mind. That's what it's about. It's so powerful and like such a good reminder. It also takes me back one step further because I think, well, when you pick the people, you need to be picking the right people because it becomes easier to put them first. If you are genuinely picking people you love, whose friendship you value, they add your life instead of picking people to match the vision. Oh, I should have seven bridesmaids. So let me just asked this girl's my coworker who were kind of cool, but I need enough girls to match my husband because from the very beginning, I'm sure you see this. We're trying to accommodate people who we don't totally prioritize in our life anyway. That's just a hot mess. Right. Absolutely. I think just being really honest with like, who are these
1: people? What is this day about? And again, if you want to make some of those, like, I'm going to get that eighth girl because I really need that symmetry. But like being honest honest with yourself about it, being honest with them, like, hey, will you stand up here and like at least try to pick someone who maybe you're going to grow into a more of a relationship with, right? Like pick the girlfriend or wife of, you know, your partner or something like there are ways to do it. But I'm always just like, let's be really honest about what we're doing when we're doing a thing, especially within female relationships, because it's very easy to really hurt a lot of feelings when we aren't honest about it.
0: Mm. That's so good. Yeah. And I, and I, and I'm sure you see this. I'm sure the, the friends, the bridesmaids feel that too. Like, okay, Absolutely. do you even see me as a person yes. or are you trying to make me match your vision, which I could see as being super harmful because you don't feel like valued or important. You're like, oh, am I your friend? Or are you just, cause you're fussing at me and you, you you're not hearing me when I tell you, I don't think I can swing a $3,000 trip right now. You're mad at me about that. Like, you know, re- realigning like, okay, we're friends. What's another theme you kind of see come up as women try to balance their relationships with this, this big milestone? Yeah.
1: The second one, it's a bit deeper. It's really like the shift, right? This is where you are really moving into a new chapter of your life. And a lot of times the whole friend group kind of can go through it at the same time when it's a perfect world, but oftentimes not right. Maybe you've got one friend who is your single friend. And all of a sudden you guys have been so tight. And all of a sudden there's this weird, once that ring went on, she got real different and she's not reaching out and she's not. And so often people get very defensive or like they make up this whole narrative about it and say like, Oh, she's jealous. Or she doesn't like my fiance or like this whole storyline instead of just sitting down and being like, what's up? Like, I know you're distant. And then Usually it's maybe she's triggered out her about her own romantic life, or maybe she's just like, Hey, you know what? I'm trying to hang back because like you have so many other friends who are in this engaged wedding world. And I don't like, I don't know that language as much. So I'm kind of hanging back to see where I fit and just like that general feeling of like a shift and what's going on. That can also happen too. If maybe you've got friends who don't like who you're choosing and then they're like, oh. We don't really know how to progress and how to make it work. So there's, there can be like an actual real shift that happens when you are like, this is my person. Because often when you're choosing your person, you're choosing sort of a lifestyle, whether it's location wise or just social circle social network, interests, hobbies, like you're kind of going all in, right you're joining lives with this person. So whereas before they're like, oh, it's a person she's dating. Maybe it's a phase and we'll go at it. Now it's like, okay, it's real deal. And so there can be a real shift in some of your closest girls, especially if they've been your real go-to emotionally or time-wise or socially, They there can be that whole shift. And again, it doesn't have to mean anything is wrong, but it often requires like a deep dive where instead of making it about you as the bride, because you're so used to that spotlight, often you just see everything is through that lens that you're like, let me just drop the role again, dropping the role is so important. And just like, what's up, what's going on? Let's connect. It doesn't have to be about the wedding. Like what's just going on between two humans. And then starting from there, then you can welcome them into the narrative in a different way, or let them sit out some of the stuff. If it's triggering them in weird ways. I think that just knowing what on the other side, if your friend has a toddler, yeah, she might be just in a real different headspace and the like, Picking the matching swimsuits. Like, she's like, I'm not weighing in on that. Like, I don't have the bandwidth for that. Right now, it doesn't mean I don't love you, but like, just, so I mean, just honoring where it is. And I think just so often the bride is in this very vulnerable state that like, she sometimes take these these little
0: variations in communication patterns, very personally. So I am just like so appreciative of you speaking to both sides to help them manage. Wait, you still care about each other? Step out of the role, have a conversation and give some grace for people not prioritizing things in the right way, or or I, I should say in similar ways. And mm-hmm. being careful of the, the meaning essentially that we assign to things exactly. like that. Oh, she's not participating in the group chat. Oh, she didn't wear the, you know, she only yeah. came for two days instead of the, the full three days. So I, that's just, Ooh, this is such a helpful reminder to help keep us in. Cause it's easy to get caught up.
1: Yeah. And also we got to just normalize all of our relationships shift your relationship, with your parents going to shift with your fiance. It's going to shift with your friends. So there's going to be this reorg and it can be uncomfortable. But it's a great chance for you to stay ahead of it and know like, hey, it's normal for things to feel funny and sort of rumbly during this time. But how can I be intentional and proactive and really reach out to those people and give that grace to like, hey, we're going to have to reinvent how we, how things move going forward. Cause I'm in a different life stage and
0: that's okay. That's some, all those friendships make the shift because it's an adjustment right. and some do not. Maybe we are used to being friends in a certain context and yeah. it shifts and we realize like, we, I, I don't know how to relate to you. I don't know if I want to invest anymore, which sounds really tough, but I'm sure it brings some of that stuff to light as well, which is, which is painful to, to, to see that kind of disruption. Absolutely. Like that is what
1: my number three was. It's the heaviest. It's, it's like an awakening almost because when you're going through a big change like this, you see things with the different eyes, right? You've probably grown so much since you decided to marry this person and take this life stage, you've done some really work on yourself and you're kind of looking at everything differently. You see your parents' marriage really differently. When you're thinking about having your own, you just see things sort of differently when you're at the, this new sort of Precipice and this new beginning. And so, a lot of times you can look at your friend that you have had forever and it's been on on autopilot, and you're like, This is toxic. Or I I am like, I didn't realize like I was holding the like carrying this emotional weight or dragging this person or like always being the upper and she's the downer. And all of a sudden, I'm like, You know what? I don't have it anymore. Like, or sometimes people have gone through stuff in their own sort of relationship as they're preparing for marriage and seeing what those healthy relationships look like and how do we really have that reciprocity? How do you be there for someone? And what is an emotionally healthy relationship? And they're like, "Oh, I'm realizing things about my friendship and I'm like, all of a sudden it doesn't fit. And that can be so hard around this wedding time because again, so many of us are like, oh, hold on, I've been keeping like that little mental tally in my head. I'm gonna have two from grade school, three from college four from high school, my new work bestie and my future sister-in-law. Like we do this to ourselves and then we're like, am I like, I don't want there to be an ending. I don't want anything bad. I want everyone to think I have friends. It's the Mm. show of it. Like for some of us, we don't have the emotional bandwidth to have a friendship breakup as we're headed to our big wedding day. Sometimes we just can't. Some of us, it feels really clean and healthy to do it. So you do whatever works for you. I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I just think it's so important to Totally normalize that this is an ending phase. This is like a sunset phase for a lot of things in your life, your single identity, some of the things that went with that way of living and, and some of the friendships too. This is like a natural ending point as much as it is a new beginning. It's just part of life. Change always requires it. And we don't want to talk about that because again, we want to have all of our girls by our side, but a lot of times there's a friendship ending and it's so painful to reckon with but it's just an important phase to open up to like the new things in your life, this higher vibration you want to be on or this healthier road you want to be on. It's part of it. Unfortunately.
0: There's so much attached to this moment and you articulated it so beautifully. It's not about paying me back my half for the Airbnb at the thing. It's I've always felt like you don't reciprocate. I've been feeling like, you know, so like all those tensions rising and being, Faced with things that we haven't had to look at until now, you are so right. And and it just, I think, helps to lay bare how much pressure, change, stress, internal inventory we're doing during this period. And so, quote unquote, drama is almost inevitable. But to have somebody like you in such a niche space to help us work all of that out to try our best to maintain the right relationships during a really tricky season is so necessary. Like your work is like so important because this is a beautiful milestone, but also really disruptive. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. I feel like I put a lot of my focus on the bride and how she needs to show up better for her people and all these things. But what I always want to say to the people around the bride is like, please do not forget she's going through a thing. Even if it looks really glamorous and she's getting a lot of attention, attention does not always equal support. It's a very, it can be a very lonely time. And so there's just a whole lot we do culturally. There's a lot of eyes on you. There's a lot of attention. There's a lot of fuss, but it doesn't always come with that real like Feeling of being held and supported and at its best, those female friendships can do that, right? They can wear matching robes, pop champagne, but also like hold you and look you in the eye and like tell you that like you're gonna be okay and that they've got your back and hold your doubts and your secrets and like usher you through this day of where it can be hard with your mother-in-law or your mom or, right? Like we can form such a force field of love around each other Just a little bit of like drop all the drama, drop the roles, drop the expectation. Just be like, what's up? What do you want? Do you want out? Give your bridesmaids an out. You want out of this circus? Mm. That's fine. I'll see you on the other side because I kind of want out too, right? Like let there be just a lot of fluidity and honesty and we can do, women are so creative. We can come up with lots of ways to make it work if Mm. we just give each other that.
0: Okay, ladies, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. Whether you're in bridal season, birthday season, baby season, whatever, I want you to think about the vision that you have for the celebration. What can you do to put the relationships back at the center of the celebration? Have you gotten a little distracted, lost sight of what really matters? I want you to think of ways that you can take a breath and recalibrate so that no matter what you decide to do to celebrate, your relationships don't suffer because of it. And if this episode is really hitting you right now because you have an experience that you want to share, we are now taking submissions for our blog. We want you to, uh, many find it therapeutic to be able to write out their story, to figure out their feelings. It helps them to kind of like untangle their feelings if they're currently in a situation or it helps them to reflect on a past situation, whatever it is. If you're a writer, and even if you're not a writer. And you want to share a friendship story with us, we want to put it on the blog at betterfemalefriendships.com. So just visit the link uh, in the show notes because we want you to lend your voice and experience to this conversation. In the meantime, I hope to connect with you over on Instagram at Danielle Byer-Jackson. And until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.